Hi everyone, James Irish here, and this is, as you can probably tell from the runtime, this is going to be a short one, because Chrissy's in the middle of moving, and I didn't have time to come up with a guest host. So, we're just going to do a little experiment today, talk about a couple things, and uh, hopefully these will be fill-in episodes going forward in the future. So first off, I want to do a quick review of a game I've spent a lot of time with and I think has been flying under some people's radars unless you're a major proponent of Steam sales. In that case, it's probably sitting in your library unplayed right now. Gemcraft Chapter 2, Chasing Shadows, developed by Game in a Bottle and published by Armor Games, is a real-time strategy game within the tower defense subgenre. The plot is one of a wizard pursuing, or just as often being pursued by, a demonic entity called the Forsaken. As you, the wizard, hunt for the means of banishing the Forsaken, you have to deal with its hordes of monsters that have overrun the land. This translates in gameplay to summoning gems with magical energies and installing them in towers that fire missiles at the beasties as they march along a set path to your wizard orb. You start with a set amount of mana to summon the gems and build towers as well as traps and amplifiers, and mana replenishes both automatically and as you defeat the beasties. The mana supply is depleted every time a monster reaches your wizard orb at the end of the path. Run out of mana, and you lose a stage. Pretty basic, right? Now let's get down into the nitty-gritty. The gems themselves all have different abilities. You have one that slows monsters down, one that has a chance to deal critical damage, one that shreds armor, one that deals additional poison damage over time, and so on. Gems also come in grades, up to 12, and lower-grade gems of the same value and style can be combined into one to the next step up. In the towers, they do the damage and effects as labeled, while in traps that you place along the path, they deal reduced damage in return for heightened ability effects and a quicker rate of fire. You can also combine gems of different aspects to make ones that deal heightened damage compared to the quote-unquote pure gems, but the ability effects won't be as strong. So now, add to this the fact that there are over 190 stages to play through, and each victory can potentially grant you experience based on how you happen to score on a stage. The experience can be applied to a number of skills that enhance the gems themselves, make mana usage more efficient, or add some spells to either add temporary special projectiles to towers or simply freeze or reduce the defenses of the monsters. Add into that three separate difficulty levels, special challenge stages with predetermined conditions, fragments of a talisman that you can use to further boost your abilities, and variables you can toggle on or off to increase the challenge of a stage, but also boost the experience you could gain. And there's a lot going on with this one. Gemcraft is a game I can and have spent hours on quite happily. It absolutely rewards multiple play styles, whether you like to make a massive killer super gem from multiple different gem types, or if you want to go pure gems all the way, or whether you want to hit as many different stages as you can at once and only once, or go crazy and just grind for experience by playing in endurance mode. Granted, the game isn't as much to write home about in terms of presentation. Graphics are pretty basic in terms of the characters and towers, but the shots are bright and explode with plenty of particle effects, which goes a long way in terms of bringing this game to life. The music is mostly ambiance, which I honestly turn off because for me it adds so little. But this is the perfect game to play when catching up on podcasts or listening to a favorite album anyway, so I imagine you'll find something to fill the void that the music 
leaves behind. As for replayability, it's there in spades, with hidden levels to discover and rewards for going back to stages and playing them on higher difficulty levels. Overall, tower defense is a fairly niche genre, but of the games in the genre I played, this is by and large the deepest one I've seen on the market. If more well-known tower defense games like Bloons or Plants vs. Zombies have finally worn thin for you, and you haven't given this one a look, absolutely give it a try. Now, there's a third game on the market that I haven't played yet because I am trying to complete this one first, but at the rate I'm going, <laughs> it's going to be a while. Another thing I wanted to really quickly bring up is there's a neat little board game Kickstarter going on right now called Flamecraft, made by a company called Cardboard Alchemy. It's a worker placement game. Seems to be about mid-level complexity from what I've been seeing of the reviews. And those reviews are practically glowing. They've been sending this out to a lot of the various board game review YouTubers and other sites like the Dice Tower and others of their ilk. And they've been saying so many good things about it. And more to the point, the art style is utterly adorable. The game centers around these little itty-bitty Lockheed-size artisan dragons who craft things like like baked goods, potions, and, and metalwork, and, and so on. And for goodness sakes, they named one of their bread dragons Loaf. I wish I thought of that. So I'll have the link to the Kickstarter in the podcast description. Last but not least, do you have any questions for us? Anything at all? We're hoping to do a Q&A episode, so please contact us if you have anything you want to ask. You can find us on Facebook at Gaming Street Irregulars, and you can email me directly at james at fc3roc.org. Looking forward to hearing from you. That's going to do it. And I'm James Irish. As always, game on. Uh, 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 uh.